0: What are the signs of a toxic relationship? Mm. How do we actually know? And this might resonate with some people and I really want to get people's minds stimulated and reflecting about, okay, well, what is the relationship relationship that I'm in at the moment? Mm. And am I experiencing any of these signs and symptoms of it?
1: What's going on, Nick? How are you today, my Ooh, friend? What a different introduction. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, yeah. What is going on? I'm on positivity vibes today. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Oh, that's yeah. different. No, no it's can't. not. Oh, it's a bit. No, it's not. Well, if we
0: look at the past 40 episodes, a little
1: different. I'm always on positivity vibes. I'm on banner vibes. Though. Right now I'm not trying to ban. I got things to do. So let's we'll get in and oh, out. So yeah, 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 one, now, and and one, and done, done, one, one and done. done one and done, baby. One and done. One and done. One
0: and done. All right, people. Well, look, we're gonna get straight into it. So in this episode of Uncovered, we're gonna be talking about another one of the classics another one that you guys love and we're going to be talking about why how to actually recognize that your relationship has impacted you in a toxic way yeah and look i i, I
1: guess like we've had a lot of people ask us questions and stuff like that and i want to make thing one thing clear we are not relationship coaches
0: i think that's the biggest thing that we've needed to pray for since <laughs> we started this because now we're becoming responsible for whatever's happening in your relationship hey. and- and that's not up to me.
1: It's not up to me for real. And it's like we're not <laughs> we're not qualified relationship coaches. We're no. not we're not and we're not trying to be. We're here, it's just two young men speaking about our own experiences based off and the and the and also the contextual relevances that are brought to us through our education and our experience. That's what I was gonna say, like there's a bit of validity to what we're yeah, yeah. saying though. Exactly. But- that's what I mean. So like at the end of the day. I take no responsibility. I swear.
0: So the biggest <laughs> thing that I'll say at the start whilst you guys are all listening is that, look, if anything that we say today resonates with you, make sure you go seek your own advice for your yeah, own exactly. situation. Yeah. because this Don't is get very, advice of a podcast, man. Come on. Literally. This is so general in nature. So please get some individual I don't support. even know your name. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How you
0: want me to tell you
1: what to do? I don't know your name, <laughs> bro. Come on. Exactly. When do you, what do you mean by that? Like this topic? What do you mean by like trying to, like it becomes toxic what is a toxic relationship what yeah. do you mean by toxicity
0: yeah yeah that's a good point point. and i think that it's great that we start off that way because a lot of people can kind of misinterpret what toxic means and what actually is a toxic relationship and the way that i actually like to describe toxic relationships is not necessarily a, you know verbal abuse or physical abuse but it's actually the other parts of it such as feeling like you're in a relationship where you're constantly competing with each other you're mm. constantly feeling undermined by each other. You constantly feel like you're manipulated. You don't go into this relationship and feel happy and positive.
1: If a relationship isn't healthy, does it mean it's automatically he- toxic?
0: Oh, no, not necessarily. I mean, there's, all relationships aren't always going to be healthy. They're going to always have your little roller coasters in your relationship. However, the feelings when you feel that there's no empathy in the relationship anymore, when you feel like I can't actually express myself in this relationship anymore, and it's taken so long, so it's like chronic at this point, then I feel like that's where you're now spiraling into a toxic relationship.
1: Mm. Mm. What okay.
0: would be your viewpoint?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think that like toxicity is has to be detrimental in nature. Yeah. In nature. Healthy is, you know, promoting, promoting growth, right? That's what health is. Yeah. So if I look at it from that lens, I think that like your yeah, toxicity has gotta be stunting you and he- preventing you from doing certain things that might that might be preventing you from feeling safe. Preventing you from feeling respected, preventing yep. you from, you know, not being, you know, not being mistreated, whatever it is, right? So mm. it can be as simple or as deep as you want it to be. Mm. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that people are, um, there's a couple of things, right? Like the, it, it, it's very important to be able to identify what a toxic relationship is, right?
0: Yeah. 100%, 100%. And I, I was just reflecting on your question that you asked me about uh, a healthy relationship and do we feel like our oh, relationships should be, if they're not healthy, should they, are they toxic? And I know that I've just said, oh no, but now I'm thinking that to an extent maybe yes because i feel like everybody deserves to be in a healthy relationship i feel like everybody in a if we define what a healthy relationship would mean mm. which again there's no definition to it but this would be my own kind of subjective opinion i feel like a healthy relationship is like what you were saying where we feel like we can grow we yeah. feel safe yeah. we feel like i can say whatever i want to say to this person and i know this person is not going to judge me or belittle me or make me feel uncomfortable i understand there's going to be times of conflict but conflict can also be healthy so, after sure. back of that, upon reflection, I think that yeah, if you if you feel like your relationship isn't healthy, then I would say that it's toxic. Sure. Yeah. So I was just like, I yeah, I can, that. I can, I
1: can feel that. I can, I can hear why why you feel that way, and I think that like to an extent, I definitely agree. I think that people need to be um, look at things, have know what the net relationship actually is, right? Yeah. In terms of like, look at the good and the bad, and then come up with a net result. Exactly. Rather than just being like, okay, these one thing is really really unideal therefore the whole relationship is screwed which isn't the case right like there's there's always good and bad there's pros and there's there's benefits and drawbacks to every relationship 100
0: and i think that's probably the better language to say like there's there's good or bad but it doesn't mean that the relationship becomes toxic i was Mm. just mindful because if i say that oh if a relationship isn't healthy then it means it's not that bad but then when we actually do a deeper glance into the relationship people like oh you actually yeah i need to step away from that so i don't want to get that wrong kind of communication to people that are listening because i know this is going down a different spiral but obviously in a toxic relationship sometimes we know that the relationship is toxic and Mm. it's not serving us but we don't feel comfortable leaving it for whatever reason Mm. um and that's probably something that we can talk about in another podcast because we've got some exciting things happening Mm. to really delve into that um but i just wanted to put that out fun is that if you know that you're feeling that um that you know listen to your intuition it's telling you something powerful
1: yeah and it's important to know kind of like how do you know when a relationship is turning toxic right yeah like at what point do you know that it's turning toxic and knowing where does that toxicity come from because i think that nobody gets into a relationship with someone that is like "Bro, this guy
0: sucks yeah Do you know what i mean
1: like nobody thinks about that nobody comes into a relationship like really really hating their partner so it's about understanding well a how do you recognize the signs that things are getting bad yeah and b understanding well where is this rooted from is it their trauma is it their emotional baggage have they done the work yet maybe they have maybe they haven't yeah and what is that is what that looks like
0: yeah for sure i think i'll answer the question in terms of where it's actually rooted from before we kind of talk about the the signs of it because i think that understanding where it stems from is really really important for everybody to be able to have at least an, an understanding because It's not when you go into a relationship, it's not a matter of like, oh, this person's got trauma. This guy's got emotional baggage. Like we all play a role in this whole kind of process. And sometimes whether we believe it or not, we carry our own kind of emotional baggage and trauma into every relationship. Of course. So like you said, I think it's always rooted from a trauma. That's something that we've encountered, something that we've been experienced, something that we've been conditioned at as children that we've now brought into this relationship. And that could be potentially anything. That could be in your previous relationship. You've been taught that. Um, you have been you were cheated on originally and off the back of that, now you've got insecurities. You don't feel safe. You feel like your partner needs to do a bit more to make you feel safe and comfortable. But then even in your head and you have this inner dialogue where you feel like, oh, you know, I'm still not sure because that's what my other partner promised me. And you're now bringing that into your relationship. If we're talking yeah. about it from childhood, maybe, you know, when you were growing up, you were never shown or displayed love. So you don't even know how to be affectionate anymore. And then your mm. other partner is like, well, this person doesn't know how to show me love anymore. So now yeah. I'm having my own kind of conflicts there. So we all bring that trauma. We all bring that baggage into relationship. And it's so, so important for us to be able to recognize where that's stemming from, recognize what those traumas are. Um, and then, like you said, do the work. Understand, like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm at. This is what's going on right now
1: 100% I think that that's It's obviously very much So easier said than done Right Oh
0: for sure Like
1: it's a very hard process It To be so introspective To be recognizing That that's happening Is very difficult mm. That's why it's it's Very important sometimes That if you are having Troubles in your relationship Seek help mm. You know Like relationships Probably one of the hardest things Anyone can do Yeah and you're, Why are you never getting it alone You don't need to
0: 100% You don't
1: learn to swim by yourself I did No you didn't <laughs> Yeah, you know i mean like yeah. everybody everybody like is somewhat taught how to swim yeah i think people would argue doing a, having a long-term thriving healthy relationship is harder than swimming 10 meters yeah you, know? you
0: know even in my experience when i talk to people that actually have like thriving relationships that have gone for so long when you talk to them about it they've actually gone ahead and done the work they've yeah. done counseling they make that they part of a mentor the they have a mentor yeah those things and we take it for granted we're like oh we don't need to do that but it's actually so so important yeah even at our young ages i'm trying to navigate relationships and understand what it actually means i realize there's so much challenges there's so much things that i don't know like i'm actually only so young and infant in this stage. do
1: you go to a a long-term relationship do you go to a relationship council i don't
0: go to a relationship have you ever
1: spoken to a relationship council or any kind of mentor council
0: oh look i've had conversations about relationships myself with like someone that used to be like a dating coach and relationship coach so i've had those conversations in the past but i haven't actually engaged in any like therapy where i'm there my partner's there and had that kind of conversation um probably something that i may look at doing at some point i need to have the conversation with her to understand where she's at but at the same time i've just been trying to do my own kind of work because as i said like i carry my own kind of issues so i'm trying to Facts. resolve that Max, Max, but Obviously, any relationship right, it can turn toxic, you yeah, know, no one's immune from toxicity in their relationship. So what do you think our role is in relationships to prevent it from, to, to ensuring that we can able to maintain that level of, you know, healthiness, that it doesn't get toxic, that we're taking a preventative approach, those type of things.
1: So you're asking what's the, what's what, what what role do we play from preventing a relationship to turn toxic? Yeah. yeah I think that it's just like the same role that we play in, in keeping a relationship healthy, right? That we've spoken about. Yeah. In terms of making sure that we establish a safe space. Yeah. We make the person feel safe and supported. Um is what's gonna be the, the fundamental things. But I think like the thing about it is that sometimes you it's not your fault, right? Like there's a lot of things that's like it's it's very difficult sometimes because
0: what do you mean in the in respect of doing all this? Sometimes
1: it can turn toxic because that person they have a lot of work that they need to do, right. and and it spirals so quickly out of control, mm. and before you know it, they start abusing you. That's not your fault. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's important to recognize that that like if you are in a toxic relationship that is, um, you know, there is you know they might be physically intimidating or verbally abusive or physically abusive or whatever it is um it's not your fault you know what i mean and and like there's nothing that this they've got to do the work as well yeah right and i think that's really important for me to pre-frame before i go into the way that you want me to answer the question because yes, <laughs> i know you want me to answer the question in a different way but i want to just I, I, I make that clear yep. because it's true like if someone's going through difficult, difficult times and the person's like a, a very abusive person, that's a toxic relationship, obviously, but also like, that's not your fault. There's like, there's no amount of, um, you know, support yeah. and safe space yeah. that you can do that can, that shit happens so quick, yeah, you know what sure, I mean? Sure. So I've seen the best of the best get, get into sticky situations with that. So it's yeah. like, don't beat yourself up. Like that's not your fault. In terms of the way you want me to answer it, in please. terms of like, okay, You know general you know baseline run-of-the-mill relationship yep i think we are right we 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 play a role in being able to just yeah keep that person feel support make that person feel supported enough so they don't feel like they you know that they don't feel that they need to be defensive Mm -hmm. they need they don't need to come at you or need to have those difficult conversations with Mm -hmm. you in a way that is uh, in a way that is toxic so yeah, that's yeah. the way I would uh, that would I would say our role is
0: yeah for sure for sure for sure I love that and I think that's so important I really like the pray frame because obviously in our experience in a clinical setting like we've speak, we've spoken to patients that have been exposed to you know forms of DV or emotional abuse in the relationship um, and it's really really important to not blame yourself and have that kind of guilt and shame because then it then impacts you moving forward for the rest of your life so I think that's a really really important pray frame i guess quickly to kind of quite quick rapid fire it how do we actually what are the signs of a toxic relationship mm. how do we actually know and this might resonate with some people and i really want to get people's minds stimulated and reflecting about okay well what is the relationship relationship that i'm in at the moment mm. and am i experiencing any of these signs and symptoms of it passive aggression
1: mm. big one and that's on both sides mm. that's on both sides Emotional manipulation. And that could be, you know, uh, and gaslighting, you know, all that kind of stuff. Being so someone like control, someone is, oh, you know what, I don't care, whatever, you go out with your friends then. Yeah. yeah I'll just leave me here then, like mm. to, to be here. Yeah. Oh, you always want to go with them. What about me?
0: Exactly. And then when you try to come back, like, no, babe, let's talk about it. It's like, no, no, I not talk about it. I don't want to talk, don't about, talk about
1: it. they the dismissive of the feelings, dismissive exactly. of communication, dismissive yeah. of, of, of confrontation as well. Yeah. It's really important. Like, the truth of the matter is, like, in any relationship, in any situation, remember that you're a free man. Yeah, you know what I mean? 100%. You're no one's slave. No one, You're no one's property yeah, on both yeah. sides. No one can tell you you can or can't go anywhere. Exactly. You make decisions, right? Exactly. You make decisions in your life. So the moment that someone feels like they're having, they're trying to p- impose that power on you, mm. you need to reconsider. You need to, you need to think about the situation. I'm not saying anything about your situation. What I'm saying is that you need to think about it. Because that that's becoming toxic. Yeah. Because something that you want to do, something that might be giving you joy, something that might be giving you that connection, keeping you connected with your friends, yeah. keeping you social, yeah. they're taking that away because yeah. of their own insecurity, yeah. because of their own struggles.
0: Yeah, That's not fair. That's not right. Mm. Mm. I think that's really, really powerful. And it's got people, I think for me, it's even got me thinking, it's like, yeah, like why do we feel like people can come in and take that right, take that joy? Because once mm. that joy has been taken um it's so hard to get back yeah
1: you're two people remember this right like i'm not again i'm not a relationship coach but i've been in situations i've been Mm. in relationships myself and we and and also like yeah whatever right but what i'm saying to you is like you gotta understand like you're two people two individual people Mm. regardless of what happens it's like that person just because you're in a situation with him that or her she doesn't own you and I just want to re- reiterate that because that's a big thing that people think that's like, I'm in a relationship. What can I do? Yeah. I have to. Respect and obedience, different things. Mm. You know what I mean? Respecting someone's decision is really important. Yeah. Being blindly obedient, regardless of what happened, you're a servant. Yeah. There's obviously elements of obedience within respect, obviously. But it's like, if you look at someone that's, you know, a slave or a servant or whatever for someone, they don't have a choice but to be obedient. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because there's punishment. They there's know there's, there's a consequence. consequence. And even, you know, it might not be the same as what a slave might or a servant might get, where it's like, okay, now you're not gonna get paid or I'm not giving you food, but it's like, I might not get that love anymore. Exactly. Or there's risk of me ending this relationship Yeah. Now. And I think that the moment that you start to feel uncomfortable you start to feel like you're being disrespected you're starting to feel like your joy has been taken away from you mm. and that's big feedback that we need to really be attentive of and we really need to kind of be protective of that because that's a big part of your identity that's a big part of yeah. who you are come on so the moment that you feel like that's been taken away someone else is trying to gain control over that and trust me when people are being manipulating and trying to you know play around with your emotions that's kind of sometimes the intent they want to show you that i own you i'm in control I tell you what you can and can't do power play power play hmm. so you really really been mindful for that if you're feeling that then act on that don't let it wait don't let it think that it might get better in the next two three years or a couple of weeks like you need to act on that urgently
1: yeah for real for real yeah. all right perfect well i think that that hopefully that like, gives you guys a bit of uh, food for thought 100%. you know what i mean and i think that's the, that's the main thing that this topic was meant to do is just trigger a conversation within yourself 100%. you don't need to make any decisions just think about it.
0: And I think a powerful thing as well, like upon you reflecting and, you know, thinking about it, if you feel like, ah, oh, this is resonating, resonating with me a little bit too much or, you know, signs of this are making you a bit concerned, make sure you go seek help. Do something yeah. about it. It's not up to you to be able to kind of like resolve this on your own or try and make sense of your own. You've got health professionals, mental professionals there that can speak with you and guide you in order for you to be able to make sense of this. So speak to your psychologist. Go on a mental health care plan. You get 10 or 20 20, now, 20 20. 20 sessions. I think you just do six and then you get it really done again or whatever like that. You know, do that. Enroll in online programs, you know, rechargewellness.com
1: get started
0: that's it you know there's a lot of support and services out there so don't yeah. feel like you're alone don't feel like you need to wait for it to get to crisis point exactly. if, if you're feeling unsafe like there's so many things that you can do and I want you guys to feel empowered and feel like you're in control and you've got this
1: yeah that's right
0: so look that's it for this episode guys I hope you guys have really really enjoyed it please like comment subscribe rate the podcast it helps us get this message across this love, is so love,
1: love, love, love. love. want to
0: get around there but I see you guys next week.
1: Peace and love.